Hello and welcome to Square Rain Talk. I'm Joe Wheeler. And I'm Steph Golter. Did you nearly forget to say your name there, Joe? I did almost, yes. Well, you see, it's all this Halloween business. You know, that trick and treating, and, and I'm not used to all of that. Uh, and this is too much sugar. Yeah, ghoulies and ghosties and things that go bump in the night. And in fact, all I've been doing is involving myself with things that go bump in the night, but they're nothing to do with Halloween and everything to do with what the weather's doing, which is a little oh. chaotic at the moment. Thank goodness you clarified. I did wonder where we were going with that. <laughs> but yes, of course, will there be any bumps in the middle of the night over the next few days? That's the big question. We've all got bonfire nights all sort of lined up. Or at least well, you think you have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, they're lined up, but will that line be crossed or will the line be... Well, we'll have to wait and see. Do you know something? On the, on the weather, can we, just do a, can we just do a quick rewind? Because, of course, it was a couple of weeks ago that we were waiting for Babette to arrive, which turned out to be a bit of an all-weekend feast, uh, being kind of an amalgamation of several storms, including one from Portugal, which was Storm Bernard. So we had Babette and Bernard at the same time. But then, after we had all that colossal amount of rain over Scotland, which really happened because we got a blocking high over Scandinavia, lo and behold, the following weekend, the same thing happened. Blocking high, low pressure systems coming in, eastern Scotland takes a battering again. It wasn't as bad as Babette, but it certainly wasn't good. And now here we are, uh, coming into a weekend when, as we've just said, a lot of people will be celebrating bonfire night or wanting to, and the setup is quite horrendous. Do you want to tell us? Yeah, so it looks like, I mean, Babette was very much a rain event. It was rain for eastern Scotland that caused the majority of the problems and other parts of the UK as well. But eastern Scotland really got it badly. This one is more of a wind event. So we're looking at wind sort of 80 to 90 miles an hour along exposed sections of the south coast. It really will be very, very windy. There will also be some rain, most likely like the worst impacted over parts of Wales, also over eastern Scotland again. So it's not looking great, Joe. Now, this is going to tax your memory a bit. Uh, but there was this man way back when one of our colleagues said, uh, what hurricane? No hurricane. Um, what were the wind speeds then back in 87? Can you remember? Because it's very different when you get very strong winds in the south as opposed to when you have very strong winds in the north partly because it's more populated, um, you know, many more people around and people walking, camping, probably not this time of year, but do you know what I mean? Um, over, over Scotland, over the Highlands and that sort of thing, there are very few people and those strong gale force winds aren't so important. But down in the south, they can have quite an impact. That's right. Once it gets to 74 miles an hour, that is hurricane force. So anything over that is pretty strong and um, the problem with the 1987 storm which was not a hurricane the storm was that it had a sting <laughs> jet so a very very intense little area of strong winds that dips down and hits the surface and that can be over 100 miles an hour that it's a sting jet that's really difficult to forecast as well because they're so tiny that the models can't quite model them very well. And they're fairly rare, so they don't have a lot of experience with it. So we had a sting jet in the 1987 storm. Hopefully there won't be one in this one. Hopefully not indeed, although it has to be said, um, I'm sure that you, like I, quite often cast our eyes over the isobaric charts in the morning because it's a bit of an at-a-glance kind of telling you what's going on. I mean, at the moment, the 10th and 11th of November look like being the first dry days I can see. <laughs> Sorry, that's the bad news. <laughs> a spoiler alert there. But I was looking I was looking kind of earlier in the week, um, the isobaric charts, and there's this storm. And you know that snake in the Jungle Book, the one where the eyes go round and round and round and round and round? It was like that. 
yeah? And the ice bars were so tight. Honestly, it looked like some medieval musician had, had written an entire overture on his last piece of manuscript with a pen that was running out of ink. I mean, you could not actually tell how close those ice bars were. And I thought, oh, that's going to be um, a little dramatic. Yeah, a little bit like a washing machine on a particularly vigorous cycle. <laughs> yes, that's the one. And behind it, there's another storm as well. Well, that's called a low pressure system, which is due to come through on Saturday. So it's a bit of a case of if the first one doesn't get you, then the second one will. Yeah, we've got a jet stream at the moment that's really quite strong. And it's where the storms are, where the low pressures are coming through underneath that. Then we're just seeing them like really go up. And so we're seeing one storm. Hello, that's this one. And then we've got the next one coming after that. So, yeah, while that while that jet stream is there in that particular position, it's going to keep spinning things up as it heads towards us. And in fact, as it goes north, it's going to reach Scotland again which this time round could give a little snow over the higher ground because uh, there's some very cold air there at the moment. Yeah, it's that time of year where we're kind of seeing slightly mild air fighting with the colder air and every now and then one of them will win and then we'll see a little bit more in the way of snow and then the other one will win and it'll melt. It's kind of that time of year. In the States, this is the time of year when the cold air is from Canada, so like super cold, and the warm air is from the Gulf of Mexico, so really still pretty hot. And that's why you get all the tornadoes now here. We do get tornadoes, but not like that. So we're just going to get, yeah, the temperatures fluctuate. It's also that temperature spirals here over the, over the states that has um, really put uh, a boot up the jacksy of the uh, jet stream, which has caused all the, well, certainly this storm. Yeah, we're seeing the really intense differences in the temperatures at the moment. So, yeah, as you say, that has really intensified the jet stream. And that's why we're getting all this beautiful, stormy, crazy weather. <laughs> <laughs> now let's have a little chat about names, shall we? Because uh, this one is called Kieran, only it's not. Because our storms are now named by the Met Airan, the Irish Met Office, and also the Danish, which means we get a few kind of sidewinders at us, and Kieran is, is no different, because apparently it should be Kieran, Kieran, a bit like a yawn, Kieran. Yes, I was and explained it should be key and then yawn without the Y and the emphasis is on the orn. So it's key orn, but it doesn't sound right. I'm going with Kieran. And then we were told it's fine if you do it with an Irish accent, but I can't do an Irish accent and nor can you. You're not going to make me do my evil <laughs> P impression, are you? I am. If all you can do is an evil, evil Russian Kieran, I want it now. So this, this comes from the fact that whenever I read stories to my kids, I try and put on accents to be from different places to make it obvious which character is saying what. But actually, it transpires that I have two accents. One of them is my normal one, this one. And the other one is it's from uh, Super Tato with the evil P. He comes out Russian. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. So he goes, ah, 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 ah. I'm sure that Storm Kieran will get you. That's all I can do. Don't come back. There's no more. <laughs> I like that. And hopefully Storm Kieran won't. I don't even know what the next name is. Do you? Begins with a D. I'd be lying if I said I knew. I, I bet it's not David or anything too normal. Probably not. But, you know, the trouble is because, of course, we're naming storms, you know, between us, the Irish and the Danish. And then, you know, down in Portugal or Spain, they're naming storms. And we're all doing the same thing, starting at the beginning of the alphabet. One of us needs to go backwards, because that's how we ended up with Barbet and Bernard last time. And we could easily have ended up with, uh, hang on, what have we got? What is this one called, Kieran? And it would have been Celine, wasn't it? Celine and Kieran. 
I mean, it's just like, you know, married at first sight or something, these storms. Um, <laughs> well, at least one's a boy and one's a girl and they're switching. And, you know, I mean, if they're yeah, all boys so. together, it will be terribly, it would be like a football team coming to get you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that that's something indeed. And it does look like things are going to stay unsettled for a while longer. And of course, the, the, the other issue with these storms coming is that we've got to the stage with the ground in many places now where, you know, you only have to tip a teacup of water over it. And suddenly you've got rivers breaching and, you know, more flooding. Do you know what? I mean, I know that potholes are always a big story in this country, but of course the puddles have hidden the potholes. So I've, I've done two tyres in the last couple of weeks. Two tyres is the same is the same tyre on both cars. Can you believe it? That is just unbelievable. Do you, they do say don't drive through it if you can't see the bottom. And then well, maybe no, that's, that's why. Again, if you need to get somewhere, it becomes a little tricky. A little bit tricky. So well, have you been, how have you been in the last like week, Joe, in the, all this wet weather? Because um, your children are a little bit older than mine. I've had half term, um, which has been amusing at some parts, as I've been rained on picking pumpkins, rained on going around Marwell Zoo, rained on, well, you name it, I've been rained on. Oh, going to the cinema, you know, everywhere I go. Oh, look, some more rain. You know something? Because my children are kind of beyond that age. I haven't been rained on once. I think actually I did, I did take the dog out and got a little bit wet. But apart from that, I just picked my moments. It's one of the uh, perks of the job, knowing where to walk your dog. <laughs> well, I can therefore say quite happily, I'm not so upset about your tyres. <laughs> That's not fair. That's <laughs> not fair. So what have we got to look forward to apart from bonfire nights, which may not happen? Well, that's just it. You're going to have to keep your eye on the forecast while um, we see whether or not these bonfire nights uh, go ahead. Because I know for our school, the bonfire is on the top of this great big man-made mound. And they were always quite nervous about the winds before they light it. And I think this year that won't be happening for sure. Well, of course, a couple of weeks ago when we had Babette, that was one of the very rare red warnings that, um, well, certainly that I've known in my career. I really haven't known very many of them at all. And I love the way that it was described by the Met Office. And they said, have a plan. Basically, have a plan. Whatever you decide to do, you know, if you do venture outside your house, if you are going to try and go to work, if you, you really must go to the supermarket, whatever it is, but have a plan. If you can't get your car back, how are you going to get home? There may not be public transport, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's a bit like that for this weekend. You know, I think just hoping that it's going to be all right isn't actually going to cut the mustard. I think you need a plan B that doesn't involve fireworks yes. or a fire. If, if you can avoid travelling, might be a good idea. Particularly in the South, because they're just not used to it. But um, hey-ho, you could have a quiet night in with some toffee apples and a couple of sparklers. There you go. Get some sparklers and everyone's happy.